Hi, I'm Andy Psarianos. Hi, I'm Robin Potter. Hi, I'm Adam Gifford. This is the School of School Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Another exciting episode of the School of School podcast. Uh, we've got the two smartest people in this chat along with me, Adam and Robin. Both say hi. Hi. Hey, you doing? What an intro. Um, yeah, well, you know, I just want to set the stage, right? Like, I'm the guy here. I'm, 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 I'm the sidekick, you know. I don't really know much about anything. So, And um, we're here to talk about artificial artificial intelligence, something I know about, well, less than a little bit. Um, but I am getting a bit annoyed with this artificial intelligence stuff because everywhere I look, it's like AI this, AI that. Oh, look, AI fixed this, AI wrote this poem, AI did. You know, and it's like, yeah, okay, big deal. It's a freaking machine, right? Look, look, here's my calculator. It, it told me what 17 times 23 is. Like it's not, I'm not really that all that impressed with it personally. Obviously it's going to have an impact. Obviously it's a cool tool and it can do lots of things, but you know, Hey, what do you guys think about it? The, the real question is that can it impact learning positively? Mm, does it need to, should teachers be afraid of it? Should they try to use it? What, what do you guys think? In answer to your first question, will it impact teaching? I think absolutely without a shadow of a mm. doubt. I was talking to my son about this the other day and he was sort of saying that, one of the things that he quite likes is that it can sum up something for him really quickly, which was his way of kind of saying, I've not revised as well as I should for my A-levels. And so I quickly asked sort of AI <laughs> to generate something that says, give me the brief for this, mm. and I'll read it and quickly put it to memory. So I think in terms of saving time to kind of elicit information, then yeah, I think I think that, that it'll probably be extraordinary what if you so choose to you know go down certain paths I don't think teachers have got anything to worry about though because it's a relationship game and AI is going to have to get pretty damn good to be able to spot if something's not quite right with a child as they walk in the classroom you know mm -hmm. So I, I think I, I think that there's, I don't think, I, I think it should be embraced. I think that we should have a healthy curiosity about what it's about. I think that we can't afford to get lazy with it. Uh, but I don't think, I, I think where human relationships are involved, I don't know in my lifetime whether or not it will get slick enough to... To replace replace that, yeah. I would like to think not. I, I would, I, but but who knows, right? It'll get pretty slick. There's no question about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but, yeah. Robin, what do you yeah. think? The verdict's still out. I mean, there's certainly some positives to it. I think it is a time. What? Yeah, it's there's some time savers, and you just mentioned your son, Adam. My my son's done something similar, you know, in preparation for an exam or in preparation to for a project, you know, getting getting AI to summarize all your notes. Mm, that's kind of nice. <laughs> Give you all the highlights, mm. the Coles note version. Mm. Um, and and then I think it from a teacher's perspective, it could be really helpful, you know, in I don't know, maybe lesson planning. I'm not sure, but I'd like to think so. Maybe in marking but I, I have to agree, there's also this human element that 
we're certainly not there yet, you know, in replacing. And what do I think about Andy? I mean, it's, I mean, you can't open a paper, you can't listen to a podcast, you can't look online without hearing about AI. And so you'd be living under a rock if you're not embracing it on some level and being curious about it because it's it's going to have a massive impact on us whether we want it to or not. Well, like it's going to change the world, that's for sure, right? But it's not the only technology, you know, robotics are also already have changed the world. Mechanization has changed the world. The internet's changed the world. Lots of things have changed the world. Maybe it'll change the world faster than some of these other things changed the world. Look, I, I read or saw, I don't remember what the source was, but I remember the numbers and I don't even know if it's accurate or not. It might've been just somebody riffing, but they said, uh, it was an assertion was made. It was like before the invention of the tractor, 80% of the population was were farmers. Yeah. Okay. So, that, you know, that's pretty significant change in the world, right? So the tractor had a significant impact on the world. Is it going to be any different than that? Yeah, it'll be different, but, but, but it's, you know, will the human race adapt? Of course it will, but it doesn't take away the responsibility of, of learning, teaching and learning. You can go to school to learn, right? So there's this new tool available, make appropriate use of it, but the responsibility is still the same. You're going to have to teach kids a whole bunch of stuff. Now, maybe some of the things that you taught them in the past are not going to be as important because machines will be able to do them more effectively, more efficiently, more quickly, whatever the case may be, right? It's going to change the face of things like, you know, I don't know, creative, some creative jobs, some research jobs, some, you know, those things, they will change just like farming changed, right? But, but other things, the real skills will become more and more important. Will these things get clever? Will they get good? Yeah, of course they will. You know, like, you know, you'd be quite surprised if, a, you know, calculators are really good, right? They're really useful machines. I mean, if you typed in, uh, cal you know, some, some calculation into your calculator and it gave you a wrong answer, you'd be really surprised, right? If I gave you a really tedious calculation to do and you got it wrong, I wouldn't be all that surprised, you know? So yeah, they're going to be better at some things than we are, but that just makes the things that we're good at all that much more valuable. I think teaching and learning isn't, the responsibility isn't going to change. You still, you still going to have to learn stuff when you go to school, right? It just might be that you have some of the things that you're learning now might not be all that important in 10 years or five years time. Um, well, I guess it's a decisions game, right? Hmm. And go back to your farmer. So if, so, so you could see the tractor as a massive advance in farming, right? And, and, but, but if, if all of these advances, I'm thinking of like predicting the weather, uh, tractors, all sorts of other mechanization, all those sorts of things, farmers are still having to make decisions and they still get it yeah. wrong. And, and, and things happen that, uh, that are unexpected. And decisions have to be made in that moment. They can't be made, you know, for someone else. If you've got a lamb and they're lambing and it's the middle of the night and it's snowing, you're going to, you know, you still have to get out there in your wellies and you've still got to get out there and get the lamb, make sure it's safe and all those sorts of things. So I think that's probably true. I mean, obviously, there's some jobs that become obsolete and, and calculations is a good one. You know, insurance actuaries or managing risk and doing huge calculations. Okay, th that job doesn't exist anymore. But that's true of a lot of jobs. But I think that at the heart of it is 
the technology will be there, but it will have to be humans that decide when and where it's used. And I think it's exciting. I mean, look, I know I know such a tiny amount. And what I talked about with my son, like that is kind of just the most basic, basic, basic functionality. I was really interested. They were talking about the actor's strike, you know, and having actors that were being created and sort of, you know, actors that had died coming back and, and performing in there. I mean, that sort of stuff blows my mind. You start to think, well, what does that mean in terms of teaching in remote places? Can we have teachers that are responding in real time that look there? Is that going to be useful or not? You know, those those sorts of things. But it will be interesting to see where it goes. I, I just think ultimately there's still decision making, like you said, Andy, and, and responsibility Ours is a, you know, anything in education, I'm true of many, many professions, obviously, is a decision-making game. We have to make the right decision at the right time in order to, to support humans learn best. And if we get it wrong, they don't learn as well. It's as simple as that. And we hope we get it right more time than we get it wrong. And maybe AI becomes, or not maybe, actually, of course it will, become a, a, probably an invaluable tool in some way, shape, or form, that will constantly be developed in education. Mm. I would have thought. Mm. I think what worries me more than anything else about AI is this kind of separation from the truth all the time, right? So, where before you could say things like, you know, I don't know, you know, I know it's true. I saw it with my own two eyes. You know, that doesn't you know you can bring evidence to a court photographic evidence or video evidence in the past and say this is what took place now you can fake that stuff so easily you know you don't even need to you you as an individual don't need to know how to fake stuff anymore right like you know if if you wanted to doctor an image in the past you, you had to learn how to use photoshop and to quite a high level to make a convincing doctored image that's just five years ago now you can just ask Photoshop to do it for you. You literally can. You can do stuff in Photoshop, like say, hey, put change the background, put more clouds in the sky. You know, and it's just that simple now, right? So what's the truth, right? That's that's kind of, you know, when we're saying higher value things, that's the kind of things that people need to learn, right? This is that, yeah, of course you can ask Chat GPT to write a song for you, or you can ask it to summarize some complex content for you and, and that's quite useful. You can also use it to do harm or to make lies, right? You know? Um, it can also... That's the only bit that... Yeah, it, well, I just wonder, it could impact learning though, that too, and, you know, when you're, when you're discussing it that way. And how much control does a teacher have over a student's or pupil's learning if that pupil just doesn't want to do the learning or you know so will it in some ways prevent us from exploring as much as we do now is my question or yeah. will we take the easy way out <laughs> well what is so it depends i mean if if it's a tool that children can use children people can use to learn stuff great mm -hmm. get out of the way get the hell out of the way why should the teacher dominate how somebody learns right I think of it like get out of the way. Let it, let it teach as much as it can. That's fantastic. That's great stuff. So some teachers might have to relinquish control over what learning looks like. Yeah. Um, but but what is it? But, but but then the question is like okay, so facts and you know like knowledge and stuff like that. 
becomes much more democratized. Teachers are no longer the unveilers of this great knowledge, right? They need to become more of a facilitator of the process and say, okay, you got this from this AI. That's really good. Do you know that it's true? How do you know? How can you verify that it's true? Becomes maybe more of the teacher's responsibility and less of it sort of the unveiler of knowledge. And I suppose every generation's had that, right? So I think about, say, my grandparents' generation and, and the radio and the newspaper mm. was the source of truth. So if someone put in a headline that wasn't true, well, to my grandparents, if they read it, that would be true. And there's a level of sophistication that I guess every every generation that grows up has to get better and better. So, you know, the internet's full of information. So that's a change in my lifetime where I grew up without the internet. Now it exists and I can read all sorts of things, you know. And and it used to be that if you read things online, particularly the internet first sort of it came out, God, it's like about 100 years old. But when it first came out, you, you just like, if it's published on the internet, it's got to be true, right? Because it was a hangover from the newspaper days. Well, surely it's got to be fact-checked. If it's being published, it must be fact-checked. Well, no one thinks like that now. No one. So, so well, unless, unless there's still in that level of progression from newspapers or from hearing it from someone who is the wise person or whatever else... But I guess every generation has to go through this right information is being shared differently to how it was previously. And so being sophisticated about how we verify these things, what we believe and what we choose to believe becomes a skill that's different, I think, for every generation. Until you get to, you just throw your hands up. <laughs> and I don't know, my grandmother, disbelieve everything. It's all not true or whatever, you know. But you know what I mean? Like, I think every generation goes through that. Yeah, that's a valid, valid point and a, a good analogy using newspaper and now, you know, to this generation where everything's online. So I don't think my kids even know what a newspaper is. You know? <laughs> not really. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, if I said to Artemis, yeah, like... But- Go to the store and buy me a newspaper. She'd be like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is that? Never heard of it. Yeah. Well, there's no good reason, right? <laughs> there's no good reason. They don't even wrap fish and chips in them anymore. So it's not even <laughs> like right. there's a way That's in. Right. It's, it's done. I think we have to come back to this topic in even a month Brace yourself. Now, it's all going to change. It'll, it'll be different next month. <laughs> I, I, we'll, get, we'll get replaced. And we'll see if <laughs> listeners can spot yeah, we should do it. Hey. We should do an AI <laughs> podcast, right? Like just... Totally. It would be interesting to see what comes out of it. Oh my goodness. Great idea. Until then. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the School of School podcast.